Job chapter 31. In this chapter, Job is going to defend himself and say that he has never done any of the evil things that his friends are accusing him of. And he's going to list things one by one because his friends just generally said that he was evil, but he's going to actually list it out and say, I've never done this. I've never done this. I've never done this. And if you've seen me do it, speak up. And he's also going to say, if God knows of me doing it, then let him punish me more. Job is going to say, if I really am guilty, then let's see the proof from you and let's have God punish me more. 1. A covenant I made for mine eyes, and what, do I attend to a virgin? Job made a covenant with himself never to lust after a woman. 2. And what is the portion of God from above, and the inheritance of the mighty from the heights? Because he believed that God has apportioned good to those who obey him and bad to those who don't. So in this, Job kind of agrees with his friends that he always thought before that if you obeyed the commands, you would be blessed. Three, is not calamity to the perverse and strangeness to workers of iniquity? Job always thought, like his friends did, that if he disobeyed the Lord, then he would see calamity come to him. But it came to him anyway. But that was why Job didn't lust after virgins or do anything else evil. For doth not he see my ways and all my steps number? Job says that God does see everything that he does. 5. If I have walked with vanity and my foot doth hasten to deceit. Vanity is when you think you're better than others and deceit is when you tell lies. 6. He doth weigh me in righteous balances and God doth know my integrity. Job is saying, God can weigh me against his own standard of righteousness, and he will see that I haven't told lies, and I haven't practiced vanity. 7. If my step doth turn aside from the way, and after mine eyes hath my heart gone, and to my hands cleaved hath blemish. 8. Let me sow, and another eat, and my products let be rooted out. He's saying, if he is ever coveted what someone else had to take what belonged to somebody else, someone else's crops, then let his crops be eaten by others, and let God have his own products rooted out. 9. If my heart hath been enticed by a woman, and by the opening of my neighbor I have laid wait. 10. Grind to another let my wife, and over her let others bend. Job says that if he has ever gone to his neighbor's house to commit adultery with his neighbor's wife, then let God have my wife commit adultery with my neighbors. Let it happen to me. And the reason he's saying this is to prove that he hasn't done these things. 11. For it is a wicked thing and a judicial inquiry. 12. For fire it is to destruction it cometh, and among all mine increase doth take root. He says, because if I had committed adultery, that would be truly wickedness, and I would deserve judgment. That would set a fire on my life. But his life did get lit on fire by the Lord, even though he practiced righteousness. 13. If I despise the cause of my manservant and of my handmaid in their contending with me. 14. Then what do I do when God ariseth, and when he doth inspect, what do I answer him? He says, If I had not been honest, and taking good care of my servants, both the men and the women servants, then God would have been against me. And that's why I always took care of them. The reason he always obeyed God's commands was because he believed he'd get punished if he didn't. 
15. Did not he that made me in the womb make me? Yea, prepare us in the womb, doth one. God is one, just as Deuteronomy said. He is one. Job says that God created him in the womb, and therefore Job should have always obeyed the Lord, and that's why he did. 16. If I withhold from pleasure the poor, and the eyes of the widow do consume. 17. And I do eat my morsel by myself, and the orphan hath not eat of it. 18. But from my youth he grew up with me as with a father, and from the belly of my mother I am led. Job says, Let God punish me if I refused to give food to the poor and the widow and the orphan, if I ate in front of poor people and didn't share my food with them. Job did share his food with the poor people. And he says, What I actually did was I raised the fatherless, the orphans, as if I were their father. He took orphans into his household and took care of them. 19. If I see any perishing without clothing, and there is no covering to the needy. 20. If his loins have not blessed me, and from the fleece of my sheep he doth not warm himself. 21. If I have waved at the fatherless my hand, when I see in him the gate of the court. 22. My shoulder from its blade let fall, and mine arm from the bone be broken. He says if he has ever seen a poor person without clothing and he didn't give them clothing, or if he refused to bless somebody when he saw them, or if he refused to give somebody wool from his sheep to make clothing with who was poor, or if he raised a case against any orphan, like if he took any orphan to court, then let my arm fall off, he says. 23. For a dread unto me is calamity from God, and because of his excellency I am not able. And again, Job is saying, I always obeyed the commands because I didn't want my arm to fall off. I didn't want calamity to come. 24. If I have made gold my confidence, and to the pure gold have said my trust. 25. If I rejoice because great is my wealth, and because abundance hath my hand found. 26. If I see the light when it shineth, and the precious moon walking. 27. And my heart is enticed in secret, and my hand doth kiss my mouth. 28. It also is a judicial inquiry, for I have lied to God above. He says if he worshipped gold, and if he rejoiced because he had wealth and other people didn't, or if he worshipped the sun or the moon, then he would also deserve judgment from the Lord. 29. If I rejoice at the ruin of my hater, and stir up myself when evil found him. That means if he had been happy when an evil person was punished. 30. Yea, I have not suffered my mouth to sin to ask an oath his life. Job says that even evil men, he didn't rejoice when they were punished or when they suffered. And he never spoke a curse even against an evil man. 31. If not, say ye, O men of my tent, O that we had of his flesh, we are not satisfied. Job is intimating that he fed strangers in his own house, and everybody had plenty to eat. 32. In the street doth not lodge a stranger, my doors to the traveler I opened. He wouldn't allow a stranger to be alone and not taken care of. 33. If I have covered as Adam my transgressions to hide in my bosom mine iniquity. He says, if I covered up my sin like Adam did when Adam tried to make clothing for himself and then he hid and wouldn't come when God called him because he was afraid and then he blamed his sin on Eve. 
Job hasn't lived that way. Whenever he did sin, he confessed it immediately to the Lord and asked for forgiveness. He never tried to hide his sin. 34. Because I fear a great multitude, and the contempt of families doth affright me, then I am silent. I go not out of the opening. Job is saying that he didn't fear what man thought of him when he did right. He wasn't intimidated by men telling him that he shouldn't do this or that. If he knew that it was right, he did it. 35. Who giveth to me a hearing? Lo, my mark, the mighty one doth answer me, and a bill hath mine adversary written. Job wants to be heard in the court of God. He wants God to listen to his argument that he has lived a righteous life. He hasn't been perfect, but whenever he sinned, he admitted it and repented. And most of the time, he obeyed God's commands. But the things that he's listed here are stuff that he really never did, as far as sin goes. 36. If not, on my shoulder I take it up, I bind it a crown on myself. Job says, that if God had written a book of sins against him, he would wear it on his sleeve. But he's actually saying he'd wear it on his shoulder or his head so that everybody could know. What Job is implying is God doesn't have anything against him. And that's true because God has forgiven him and he's practiced obedience. 37. The number of my steps I tell him as a leader I approach him. 38. If against me my hand doth cry out, and together its furrows weep. Job says that if he could speak to the Lord, he would approach him as a prince with his head held high, because he believes that he doesn't deserve what has happened to him. 38. If against me my land doth cry out, and together its furrows weep. 39. If its strength I consumed without money, and the life of its possessors I have caused to breathe out. 40. Instead of wheat, let a thorn go forth, and instead of barley, a useless weed, the words of Job are finished. He ends his speech. Now, this speech has been going on for about five chapters. He ends it by saying, If I have abused the land by not letting it rest every seven years, because you know that's God's law, is you have to let the land rest every seven years so that the soil can get replenished and the wild animals can eat and the poor people can eat and you're not supposed to plant anything. So he says, if I have sinned against the land, and I have put a furrow to it when I shouldn't have, then let my wheat and my barley be useless and grow weeds instead of a crop. And then he ends his speech. This is Job's last stand. He's saying that he wants God to affirm that he is righteous. And at the same time, he wants any of his false accusers to prove their accusations against him, because he knows that he hasn't done anything wrong to the community. And that concludes Job chapter 31.